Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome to the show. I'm Sean Kreitz, and I have the Fort McMurray Catholic School Division, some of them, in studio with me today. Please welcome Natasha and Kathy to the show. Thank you so much for taking the time. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having us. So I understand uh, a board meeting was just on Monday night. Lots to go over. I think one of the main topics on everyone's mind, whether you're in uh, the Catholic school division or not, is the wildfire. So how are y'all going about that? Well, I guess we are doing the best we can to communicate with our families what's going on around us. Fortunately or unfortunately, we have a significant amount of experience with wildfire communication. We are... Um, currently using our expertise and, and sharing that with other school divisions across the province. So we're doing um, some service work, I guess mm -hmm. you could say, in terms of uh, supporting some of the school divisions that are being impacted by evacuation orders or um, evacuation alerts, helping them with the communication to their stakeholders about um, you know school being cancelled or school being um, postponed for a while, etc. So from that perspective, I think we are doing an exceptional job at supporting other school divisions across the, the province. Mm -hmm. In terms of our own school division, we have done um, some work on making sure that we're giving our parents the most accurate information that we have so credible news sort of sources that they can look look to for information when they need it and that's really helped because unfortunately as you know we get lots of information from other places that may may cause some anxiety and trauma mm -hmm. to resurface and we really are are trying to help our families that did have some trauma from the the 2016 fire so that they can be and I, I'm obviously they're not going to be relaxed but we want we want them to be able to make as decisions as as informed as possible so that's that, right yeah that's mm -hmm. important for us have other regions reached out in uh, the past month and just be like hey how did you go about this what did you find work what did you find didn't work that type of thing we have had uh, school divisions reach out um, especially Grand Prairie the Grand Prairie area so the you know Drayton Valley Valley View that area has reached out and I think there's been some other school divisions that have reached out that have that um, are on alert status yeah um, so Megan McKenney our communications director does an exceptional job mentoring other communication people across the of the province as to what best practices that we had to learn really quickly in 2016 and maybe learn from the mistakes that we made so that others don't make those mistakes. Yeah, it's all about working together mm -hmm. and making it easier for everyone. So it's awesome that you can have that guidance for, for other districts and regions as well. And then uh, I see a couple presentations were made at the board meeting last night. Do you want to go over any of those? Any any special presentations? Sure, yep. Yeah. Uh, so last night we had Sister Mary Phillips School come to present to us, and um, all of our schools come at some point during the school year to present to the board. 
Sister Mary Phillips last night, um, they changed things up a little bit and they had their school council uh, and parent volunteers come to present. Um, and their presentation was enhancing culture and learning um, through parent volunteering and um, through through what they do with school council. Um, and they had some, they had a fabulous presentation and some great points for us to take back to our other school councils as well. Um, for some that we are maybe struggling with getting parent volunteers, that type of thing. So, yeah, so we're looking forward to moving forward with them on on initiating some work there. So we also had St. Kateri School come to present to us on mental health programming and all of the work that they're doing. So they presented on how important mental health supports are and how mu- very much they're needed um, in schools, in in all schools, actually, um, because if children aren't in the right frame of mind to learn, then they don't learn. Mm-hmm. So, so academically, um, in order to provide those supports, it, it means that we need to be meeting the children um, and families where they're at. Mm-hmm. So, um, and good work is being done throughout our division in in all of our schools in that area. So, um, it was great to have it have, have that highlighted though for the board. We also had uh, Saint Kateri had brought uh, one of their student leaders from the school who um, I believe she was in grade four. Four. Peyton was her first name. She um, and her friends decided that there wasn't enough. Uh, recess equipment for the Division Two students to use. So they decided that they were going to do a fundraiser <laughs> to purchase some high quality recess items for them. And she had, she came up, she was such a budding entrepreneur. She wanted to do a fundraiser where they didn't have to buy something and then sell it. So she had this really unique idea of selling coupons that the kids could buy that allowed them they could cash it in with their teacher, so like a pajama day coupon or a um, adventure day. And the adventure day kind of intrigued us a bit because kids were um, using it to say, yeah, we're gonna do a crazy hair day today or something like that. And just by selling these these little coupons, they uh, fundraised $1,400. Wow. Um, and were able to buy basketballs and soccer <laughs> balls and and a giant Jenga set for their for their playground area. Um, so it was it was really great to see a student who had the initiative, saw that there was a need, and um, decided to do something about it. So it was it was really nice to hear from her. Yeah, and it, I think also we were very impressed. I mean, grade four is you know nine ten year olds, right? So so the innovation and leadership um, that that her and her group showed. Just very inspiring, mm-hmm. and she was really well spoken. So great, yeah. like for that a person that age to get up in front of adults <laughs> and um, be able to hold your own, and had speaking notes, but really didn't have to use them very often. So wow. it was um, really great to see, and it's a sort of evidence of the um, the leader and me programs that we have in lots of our schools and how it builds build leaders. Mm-hmm. And with these presentations, uh, for, for each of the schools, is it a certain classroom? Is it an age group? Is it the entire school? Is it a mixture of uh, teachers together making the presentation? Who put them together? We leave it up to um, the the principal and the school admin team, um, and, and I'm sure they probably uh, meet amongst each other, and they determine 
what they want to speak to the board about. So we don't we don't necessarily dictate dictate it has what they to be bring grade to us. Sevens but yeah. that do this one. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's entirely up to them to uh, to bring forth um, their good news. And then I understand maybe some potentially fun field trips are happening in the future. What's going on there? Well, we have um, two two of our I guess it's one school, but two potential uh, field trips for next school year from for our French immersion classes at Holy Trinity. So they are planning um, a trip to Paris for the high school French immersion and a trip to Quebec for the middle school. So our grade seven, eight, nine middle, um, or sorry, our grade eights and nines um, for the, for next school year. So two great opportunities for them to use their French skills mm-hmm. in um, outside of Alberta, which is really important because we, you know, when you're surrounded by French, it really forces you, or French-speaking individuals, it really it forces you to rely on the learnings and practice them. Mm-hmm. Is that an annual thing? Is there usually like a trip uh, for the French immersion to go uh, to to Quebec or Paris or, or that well, type we, of thing? We haven't had a trip in a while because oh. of COVID mm-hmm. and um, even the wildfires and just different things. We School trips have really not happened in the last five years. Okay. So we're seeing um, schools requesting more often these trips so for our french immersion trips um typically there there's there'll be one event planned for the high school so it might be in your grade 10 11 or 12 year but mm-hmm. there'll be one trip that allows sort of students to go and then similar for middle school so this they um typically don't fall on the same year but we're kind of in a catch-up so okay. after after next year they'll be in opposite years just so that there's not as much pressures on the families for fundraising etc right. if they've got if they've got a couple of students in our school system. Mm-hmm. Kathy and Natasha on the show today from the Fort McMurray Catholic School District. Just going over the board meeting. We'll be right back. We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. And we're back. Kathy and Natasha on the show today. We are uh, with the Catholic School District. Going over the board meeting that just happened. Was budget discussed at this board meeting? Are you crunching numbers? What's going on? Budget was discussed. <laughs> and yes, numbers are being crunched. <laughs> so um, the board will actually be having a special meeting next week huh? um, to... to uh, Prove the budget. Hopefully, um, that's our that's our plan. That's our goal. There you go. More crunching needed. All right, yeah. we'll find out more <laughs> when the that special meeting goes down. Uh, Catholic Education Week is coming up. I'm pretty sure. When is it? Yeah, so it's actually Catholic Education Week this week. This there we week, go. Yes. we're in our, we're in Tuesday, the second day of Catholic Education Week. Yep. So yep. So Thursday is the day where we have a wear blue for Catholic Education Day. Uh, World Ed- World Catholic Education Day, actually. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, um, we each school does something throughout the week to recognize Catholic Education Week, and we have various uh, liturgies and masses that take place in the schools during the week as well. So, all right. And what all What all separates it from a normal week? What all makes it special? We We really take this week to, uh, as an opportunity to to revisit why we're blessed to be able to to have Catholic, or at least in Alberta, uh, publicly funded Catholic education. It's really unique to a very few number of provinces in Alberta, and we want to make sure that we celebrate it and communicate what it means to attend a Catholic school and work in a Catholic school and make sure that we're 
celebrating the great things that we can do in our in our schools. So it's um, like Kathy said, we do have uh, you, we start our day with a, a special prayer. Um, some schools have um, liturgies that they've planned for the week or celebrations with their families. And then, of course, on the Thursday, it is wear blue for Catholic education. And it is something across the world because it is um Lots of countries in the world have Catholic education, and we want to make sure that we at least let the people in, are in Fort McMurray know that we have publicly funded Catholic education because we, we're a really diverse community, and, and our, our families and, and people that move to Fort McMurray don't always come from areas where they can access Catholic education. So we want to make sure that we're using this week to advertise that Catholic education is available in Fort McMurray, and it is something that is not a private school where where people have to pay to send their children to have a faith-based education so it is really unique so it's just a good opportunity for us to share that with mm -hmm. everybody who's new to Fort McMurray who not who might not be aware of this opportunity for their children mm -hmm. yeah, and I think I'd just like to add that we're we're Catholic schools um, but we have a lot of families who are faith-based who are not necessarily Catholic. So it also provides us an opportunity to help educate a little bit more, you know, if, if families are, or children are looking for more mm -hmm. as well. So, yeah. Yeah, just a good way to bring, uh, highlight some more of the, the things within everything that y'all do. I understand you're also going to be recognizing some long-standing members pretty soon. How are you are you allowed to spill the beans or are they going to go into depth about that or is it all a secret? We're not going to give you any names, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but tomorrow night we'll we'll be coming together uh, to highlight some of our staff. So those who have been dedicated members of the team of Fort McMurray Catholic Schools um, for various amounts of time. So we provide long service awards for um, those of us or those who have been with us for 10, 15, 20, 25, 35, wow. and 40 years. Oh, is that a little teaser? A little 40, a little 40 out there? <laughs> yeah, we, have, we actually have two 40-year wow. recipients this year. Mm -hmm. So that's a significant commitment to Fort McMurray Catholic Schools. And, and it's great that we have family members that have been with with us for that long and are willing okay. to, to continue and share their strengths and their and their um, skills with our students and staff so it's it's going to be a great night and we also honor our retirees so we have several people who are pushing the button I guess <laughs> for lack of a better word um, on their education career and uh, we'll, we'll get to celebrate the, um, them as well tomorrow. Yeah, it's just an, it's a nice way to uh, thank our staff for their tireless d devotion mm -hmm. to their vocation. Ah, amazing. And I also understand there's a, a special guest that's going to be visiting next week as well. Yes, Bishop Gary. So Bishop Gary Franken was um, ordained as a bishop in Alberta in November, um, just this past November. And he's been up to Fort McMurray already once, but we're looking forward to welcoming, welcoming him again um, next week. And... This time he's um, has enough time so that we can take him to visit all of our schools and meet some of us, the staff and the students and um, he's very engaging with the children so we're really looking forward to to his visit to get an, a better idea of of the things we do and mm -hmm. how we roll here. 
he's from he's from Vancouver, so he's not used to Alberta. <laughs> uh, and um, of course, in British Columbia, they have I don't think they call them private Catholic schools, but they're sort of semi they're pu- like partially funded, but um, privately funded as well. Mm-hmm. So um, publicly funded Catholic schools are 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 new to him. There are two school Catholic school divisions in his diocese. So um, uh, Lake Lakeland Catholic is like Bonneville St. Paul area, and then Fort McMurray Catholic schools. And he really wants to use these three days as an opportunity to visit our schools. So he's going to be um, visiting our high schools on the first day and checking out um, Immaculate Heart of Mary and Holy Trinity and Father Mercury. Um, and then he's going to be spending um, some time in our elementaries, visiting classrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, for some of our students, they've never met the bishop before, and they have lots of questions <laughs> about how he's different from our parish priests, and and why does he wear that weird hat that he has to wear at mass? So right. they, the especially our elementary students are probably more open to asking questions about what it means to be a bishop. So we're really looking forward to him getting into our classrooms and mm-hmm. being able to answer some of our elementary students' questions <laughs> about what it's like to be a bishop and what it's like to move from Vancouver to Fort McMurray or no to, um, he's at St. Paul, but Vancouver to Northern Alberta. So it'll be a really great visit for us and for help build relationships because of course he's new and we want to make sure we have a, str- a strong relationship so he understands um, what, like what Fort McMurray is like and the decisions that we make for our schools here in Fort McMurray. Mm-hmm. Catholic School District in the building today. We got Kathy and Natasha. Just going to take another break and we'll be right back. We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. And we're back. We have Kathy and Natasha from the Catholic School District in the studio here today. We're just uh, discussing the board meeting that happened yesterday. I also saw on the agenda something about traditional celebration of achievement that's happening on May 25th. Uh, what can you tell me about that? So TCOA, or Traditional Celebration of Achievement, is um, celebrated every year in May. And this is where we get to celebrate all of our Indigenous graduates from Wood Buffalo. So we um, celebrate a Keanu Keanu Theater. We have graduates from Fort Chippewan, from Fort Mackay, from um, Fort McMurray Public and Fort McMurray Catholic, from Anzac, from Jean V. Conklin, and we get to celebrate all of our Indigenous graduates. And it's um, um, a little bit different from a traditional graduation ceremony that we have at the schools. So they have an elder that will come and um, say a prayer with them and um, basically kind of some inspirational wor- words to them and then they receive an eagle feather and an abalone <laughs> shell and lots of um, opportunities for them to wear their indigenous regalia if they're Métis or if they're um, part of the jingle dancers etc so we sometimes will see students that will wear their regalia or just um, another opportunity for them to wear to get dressed up and celebrate this great achievement that they're graduating from high school. Mm-hmm. And why do you think something like that is so important? Well, it's important. I think all of our um, schools want to make sure that we're helping increase our ad- Indigenous graduation rates. They've typically, if we've looked at them over the years, they have maybe not met 
the same graduation rates that we've had from the non-Indigenous students and with part of the Truth and Reconciliation Commission. And when we look at the calls to action and we have to look at reasons why our Indigenous graduation rates aren't comparable to everybody else in the province, celebrations like this in Fort McMurray, I believe um, that we definitely started a traditional celebration of, uh, of achievement in Fort McMurray and it was unique to the province. I think there are other Indigenous communities or school divisions that are also celebrating their Indigenous graduates, but it has helped us increase our graduation mm. rates to be the highest in the province for both Fort McMurray Public and Fort McMurray Catholic because of this extra emphasis and this extra opportunity for celebration that we have for our Indigenous graduates. Mm -hmm. so it is, um, it's a great way for families to come together, especially in a little bit smaller of a celebration. Um, as you know, our, our graduating classes are getting larger and larger. Not everybody can come to <laughs> the graduations at the schools. And this is another opportunity for those schools to bring, or sorry, the students to bring family members that maybe they wouldn't be able to bring mm -hmm. to their school graduation. So it's a great opportunity. Yeah, that sounds really special. I like it. Yeah, I think when, so I think it's key to point out too that the TCOA uh, was started in 1998. Mm. And so I think, um, as Natasha said, it's, it's, been a key driver, I think, in in the success um, that both of our school divisions have had in in being able to celebrate such high graduation rates, significantly higher than throughout the rest of the province. Yeah, mm -hmm. like it's, I forgot. I was hoping you somebody would remember the date. So it's been over twenty five years that we've been celebrating. Years over twenty five years. Yeah, my <laughs> math is in my head. Yeah. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's over twenty five <laughs> years. So it's. It's gone from being a celebration in for, um, Father Mercury Cafeteria with a few families mm -hmm. to celebrating all the Indigenous graduates mm -hmm. in, in Wood Buffalo. So it's going to be a great, a great awesome. evening. Mm -hmm. So we have Catholic education this week, and then I see on the, on the little calendar I have in front of me, Early Childhood Educator Day is coming up on May 20th. Are you all doing anything for that? Yeah, yeah, it's a good opportunity for us to recognize our staff who uh, work with our littlest students. Um, so those from, you know, two and a half, three years old, um, the ones in early ed early education and in kindergarten. Uh, but it also is an opportunity to recognize all of the childhood educators in the region um, who are doing some exceptional work with um, helping our littles be prepared for, mm -hmm. for, you know, kindergarten and grade one. That's right. Big task at hand. So That's we really right. do appreciate the early childhood educators. And then can you tell me more about the High Five Art Show? What is that? Well, it used to be called, we've had several names because it, it's, it's an opportunity to celebrate the high school art students. So when we had three high schools in um, Fort McMurray, it was called the Tri-High Art Show. So, and then I don't know if we used the word quad when it was four. We did quad <laughs> and now it's the high five. So we've got five high schools in Fort McMurray. It's celebrated at Mac Island in the Kirshner Family Art Gallery. Kirshner Family Art Gallery. So all of the walls will be lined with the artwork of mm. our high school art students. And um, they do some amazing work. So I encourage after after we have our celebration, the, the art will be hung for, I think, a month. And I encourage anybody if they're if they're at Mac Island to have a have a peek down that hallway. Um, I think you'll be quite impressed by the level of talent that we have in Fort McMurray amongst our high school art students. 
No kidding. And that opens on May the 24th. Ah, lovely. Absolutely love to hear it. That's a loaded board meeting. Anything I missed in between all of that that y'all want to add? Some really exciting things like going over board policies. You know, so tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll save uh, the public that yeah. right. the board policies. Yeah, <laughs> right on. Well, Kathy, Natasha, I absolutely enjoyed you taking the time today and just educating us on everything that went down in the meeting. Uh, thank you so much, and I can't wait to chat again. Awesome. Thank you, thank, thank you. you very much, Sean, for having us. That's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at Mix1037FM.com. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix103.7.